0: Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our pre-pt grind platforms as well as your own pre-pt grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. What's up guys? Welcome to another episode
1: of the Pre-PT Grinds podcast. This is where we help you decide, prepare, and transform into becoming not only the best DPT student, but the best future physical therapist you can be as well. On this episode, we have soon to be Dr. Jose Martinez. He's one of our SSPT family members, and he has a great, great story to tell you from his experience and we will waste no time getting right into it. So welcome to the podcast, soon to be Dr. Jose Martinez. How you doing, sir?
2: What's going on guys? Thank you for having me on uh so yeah as casey was saying i'm uh i'm a third year student down here in south florida at florida international university uh i went here for undergrad and uh i pretty much was raised here my whole life i'm just really looking forward to being on this episode with you guys
0: yeah thank Um, you thank you for being here yes sir yo appreciate it man all right, so take, take, us, take us to the beginning, because we are, Casey and I both know that, that you have a very unique journey uh, leading up to physical therapy school. But before we even get there, man, I'm like what led you to choosing physical therapy? What led you to this profession uh, before your first application, before your first letter of recommendation, before doing any observation hours? What drew you to PT?
2: Oh, man. All right. Well, we have to date back to my third year in undergrad. Um, I was a bio major at FIU, and um, I was pretty much going down the pre-med route, and um, there was one experience in particular. My uncle, he had a a severe accident. He got flown out to a local hospital going through the rehab process, and um, we would go to visit him quite often, and I kept hearing these great things about the physical therapist he was working with, and although I never really got the chance to meet the PT, I always just heard great things. And and then that's when I kind of started looking into it a bit more. You know, I, I wasn't really sure. I knew I was going through the pre-med route, but I was never certain that's what I wanted to do. And there was a lot of pressure back home where my family was, that my family was placing on me pretty much asking for me to pick a career that's, you know, respected in the community where, you, you know, you're financially set. And um, the more I looked into PT, the more it made sense. I, I, I was telling Casey earlier today that, I, I always had this deep craving to actually just build relationships and deep connections with, with people. And I knew that as a doctor, I mean, we all hear it every day that as a doctor, we don't really get the chance to really build those connections. And I saw that through what everyone was telling me, my whole family, that these physical therapists were just able to do exactly what I wanted to do. You know, a couple months later, I realized it's what I want to do. I did a couple of hours, not as much as I'd like to, I did about 75 hours. And um, I started looking into PT schools. And then I decided that all I needed was an opportunity. All I wanted was an interview. And once I got that, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, you know, only worrying about things you can control. I knew that once I got an interview, I'm in control. It's in my hands. So I applied to 26 schools. I ended up getting to, into one school off the bat and then without an, an interview, and then I got three other interviews. One of the interviews was to the school that I wanted to attend, which uh, was um, the school I went to for undergrad, FIU. And I took a big risk. I declined the other interviews and I went all in for this interview at FIU. And I knew what was coming. I had a 2.9 prereq GPA. I had less than 100 volunteer hours. But I had a good GRE score. And that's pretty much when you look at an application, I knew that's all they were going to see. I even went to, the, to my school advisor and I, I, I went to her and told her I wanted to go through the, the PT route. And she straight out off the bat told me, take all those courses again. You're not going to get into any PT program. Whoa. And I still went with it. You know, and I went, I said, I'm going to get into a program. I applied to 26 programs. I went through the interview. A couple of weeks later, I got my, I got a seat offered. I got my acceptance letter. And uh, flash forward three years, here I am, two semesters away and uh, graduating from my program.
0: Before we even hit the 26 applications, take us back to that moment where you were told, you know what? You gotta like. You essentially have to start from scratch. You have to start all over. You gotta retake everything if you want a chance to get into PT school. Tell, like, tell us about not only what your thoughts were in that moment and how you responded to it, but also talk to the pre PTs right now who have been told by their advisors, by family members, by their peers, by other professors that you know, in order to make it in this profession, in order to actually get in, they're just gonna have to restart from scratch because it's not possible for them to get in with a low gpa or uh with whatever else they have going on
2: man naturally you know the first thing i felt was just discouragement you know but at the same time i knew that just one person and (laughs) what's pretty ironic is that the actual advisor was trying to get into a program as well i still went with it you know It it's funny, yeah. But I still went with it. I I went with it, I same thing, like I told you. I didn't let it discourage me. I told myself, all I need is an opportunity. And the same thing that she's seeing is exactly what the people that are going over my application is gonna see. They're gonna see my GRE, my GPA, and my volunteer hours. All I need is at least an hour where I can sit in front of somebody and I can relay a message because I know that doesn't paint the whole picture.
1: So, so take us, before we get to the 26 schools, take us through that GRE. Uh, pre-recording, you were telling me about that, and you even mentioned it now. And I know it's going through PrePT's head right now. <laughs> how, how did he get that high GRE score? What did he do? How do I do the same thing? And, and does it make a difference with a low GPA? So take us through that whole GRE uh, milestone and everything you want to share about it.
2: Yeah, man. You know, I'm going to be completely honest. I went back, before I took the GRE, I gave myself a couple months. I went through the book, took a practice test, and went with it. What book? The, the ETS book. Okay, the, all right. Yeah. And um, I went with it. I gave myself a couple months to study. I probably gave myself about 10 hours a week. I knew I wasn't going to give it all 10 hours, but 10 hours a week for about a couple months. And then um, I took the GRE, I took it once. You know, I was willing to take it again if I had to, but I was really happy with my score. Um, I was telling Casey, I scored within like the 93rd percentile for math. And then I scored about a 152 for reading.
1: Solid, solid. So what did you, did, was there any like strategies you used or was it just like the 10 hours a day, just going all in, uh, you know, 50 minutes here, taking a break 50 minutes there and you just went all in and left nothing on the table or was there uh something you use for that math section or something you use for that verbal section to to really put you over the edge because the GRE is huge it's a huge milestone it's a huge weight on pre-PT's shoulders to to get you know a good score in to get into PT school so is there anything uh you used other than just the 10 hours a week
2: honestly no and um I was I, I'm pretty lucky you know I, I took calculus one I took calculus two in high school so I always had a good background in math but i um, pretty much old-fashioned man I I just I knew my attention span didn't go past about 30 minutes at a time so I scheduled breaks I made sure I was giving myself a 10 15 minute break and then getting right back to it so I was averaging maybe two hours a day but with definitely at least three scheduled breaks
0: for sure. Man, take us now to the good stuff, bro. Let's let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the 26, the big two six. Before we even get to, you know, just kind of your take on and even just kind of what it took. Obviously each school that you apply to costs a fair deal fair deal of money. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> hey, you already know that better than we do. And so um even before that, what what like was this 26 in one application cycle, right?
2: One application cycle. So right so, under $3,000.
0: <laughs> man, I think the highest I've seen is uh, 82. Wow. 82. So you can do the math. Oh, so, man. so so even then, even then, as you're applying, what, like, what is your thought process as you're applying to schools? I know you're trying to just kind of get a program that's going to see you, but was there any real strategy or was it just kind of like, oh, I know that school, you know, I kind of like it. I don't know, it's it's close enough. Like, what, what were you thinking as you picked those 26?
2: So two things. I mean, the first one is I told myself I was willing to go anywhere. And I know that's not an easy thing to do. And I know depending on everyone's situation, not everyone can do the same. But I was willing to, you know. My situation at that time allowed me to do so. Second. <laughs> This one's funny. Once I got the interview, I made a document with over a hundred questions with any possible question they could ask me. I Mm. came up with a response and I still have the document today. It's about a paragraph each. And I I prepared myself. I knew when I walked into that interview, I had written down all the obvious questions. Like, I, I was telling Casey, first thing the dean asked me at the time for FIU when I walked in was the only reason you're here is because of your GRE score. But I was prepared for that. That's the obvious statement right when I walked in. I knew it was coming. So I guess it's just a preparation thing and being willing if your situation allows, having to be willing to go wherever if, if that's the case.
0: Man, it's interesting that you say that because I think – one of the biggest things that we've been trying to drive home to a lot of pre-PTs is that as they're preparing for, for their application cycle and uh, just trying to figure out what's going to be the best fit for them based on GPA, based on uh, GRE and everything else, it's just getting to the point where you're not surprised anymore. Like there should be no surprises. And you did just that. You took a lot of time sounds like to prepare at a level that, put you in a position to not be surprised. Like you knew what to expect. You, you had put yourself through the worst possible situation, the best possible scenario uh, during the interview. And that, like that's what a lot of us really, really need. Right. Because I think a lot of times we go into it and just kind of say, well, okay, I kind of know how to interview. I kind of know how, I mean, so we go into it blindly. And then when we come out, it's like, yo, what hit me? Because we were not prepared. And so that's, that's a very like powerful point. Uh, it's, it's like speaking to the power of being ready for absolutely anything that they could throw at you during that interview process. Uh, so, so then now you're interviewing for how many different programs did you end up interviewing for out of the one. I, I, I took the
2: Everyone. risk. Everyone. Okay. I went, Game yeah. over.
0: Game over. And what do you, what do you feel? Because. In that process, yes, your GREs what helped you stand out. But intangibles-wise, what, what are things that you could tell people about once you got that crack, crack door open? How did you stretch it into a mile? What, what, if I'm a pre-PT right now and I'm in a similar situation to you and I'm saying, man, like, I finally got one school that wants to give me an interview, how do I stretch this? What would you say to them?
2: I would tell them that they have to become obsessed with the process.
0: Ooh,
2: say that again. They got to get obsessed with the process. Mm. Because not only that, you have to you have to take a proactive approach, man. You can't just sit back and then imagine sitting in there and I know this happens to so many applicants. They sit in for the interview and they get asked questions that they never thought they would get asked. You have to be you have to be ready like in all aspects of life. If you can take a proactive approach, you're doing something right.
1: Drop the mic. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. So here's something powerful that you also said. You said you were not just ready for, every, for anything, but you had a list of questions, like 100 plus. And you didn't just have the list, but you actually were proactive with the list and had those answers down. Because we have a list in our Pre-PT Success Program, and it's 100 plus of potential questions. And nice. it's one thing to have that, but it's another thing to be proactive with it and actually go through each of them and bring out not just answers that we can give you, but thoughtful answers from your perspective and thoughtful answers um, to the question that they're really trying to know the answer to. So that, that, that's powerful. That's huge. And students definitely need to do that. But on the other side of that, was there any questions that you had for the faculty during your all-in one interview process? Is there any questions that, uh, anything you specifically wanted to know or anything that, um, that came to your head while you were answering these hundred plus questions on your own? Was there any questions you had for FIU during your process?
2: Yeah. So at least with that interview, they pretty much opened the floor for my questions towards the end. Once, you know, they asked me all the questions, and I felt like I did an adequate job at getting them to try and get a better picture of who I am and what I bring to the table. So after that, I mean, I, I turned it around. I I flipped it on them, and I made sure that I wanted to know a reason as to why their program is the perfect fit for me. And I know that's the obvious question, but it's it's so crucial, you know. Um, and that's pretty much what I went with. And then the research aspect of it. And I mean, it's been a while <laughs> since I've looked over those questions, but I have them on that document as well. Gotcha. I, I love it. I love it.
0: Yo, this is <laughs> like this is this is it, man. Like, do you realize how many how many people feel as though they're the only ones going through this process? Like, we we have, bro, we have so many other individuals that are like saying, man. I applied to seven schools and this is what I felt. I applied to 10 schools. You're out here saying you applied to not, not 10, not 20, but 26 schools, right? Yep. And your mindset the entire time, at least obviously hindsight is always 20, 20, but, but your mindset was, was just like, yo, it doesn't matter what it takes. I'm getting in. I'm, I'm getting my foot in the door. I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to prepare. Nothing's going to surprise me we're going next level with this whole thing. Right. And it paid off. It paid off. You got into physical therapy school. My question to you is this a little bit outside of just kind of strategy and all that. What was inspiring you? What pushed you this entire time as you were going through this process? What kept you locked into the process? Because you said like you you have to be true to the process. You have to be obsessed with the process. Those are your words. And so what kept you locked in on it? Was it like Eric Thomas? Like what was in your head the entire time, bro? So I think before you get some
2: clarity within what you just said, you kind of, this is something that I did. And I think it's, it's really useful. And the message behind it is pretty powerful. It's, you need to be able to envision yourself doing what you're trying to do. So I sat back and I swear to God, I sat in a desk, I closed my eyes. And I tried to picture exactly what I wanted to do within PT. So I tried to picture myself as a physical therapist, what that workplace looked like, what was going on around me, what kind of relationships I was building. And once I did that, all I needed to do was find the correct path to get to there. You get what I'm saying? And then I have clarity. But you have to be able to envision yourself within the profession. If you can do that, that was enough for me that was enough for me to get obsessed with the process and go all in.
1: That's, that's it right there. And that's, that goes beyond just, just, you know, applying to PT school. What's the book, the secret or the law of attraction and, and all that stuff that, that works for like every aspect, every aspect of your life. So that's, that's, it's so when people say stuff like that, when I, you know, it might've been a year ago for me, two years ago, I used to brush that aside. Like, Oh, that's some weak stuff. You know, they're just saying that. That's, that's some fluff. If you knew how to do it, you would just do it, get it over with. I don't need no help. I don't need no mindset stuff. I'm strong enough by myself. But if you really dig like dig deeper into that, it's, it's like super powerful. And, and it works in, in, all aspect of, in all aspects of your life. So if you were like me, the younger version of me, you know, brushing all this off, you hear us talk about mindset all the time. I understand. (laughs) I wholeheartedly understand with all that stuff, but don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it. But uh, another question I had regarding the schools for you, Jose, was would you, and we'll get into this a little bit for our last questions, but what if somebody was, you know, struggling with their schools? Like they had 26 schools on the table. Would you, would you kind of recommend that they just go, they apply to as many schools as you did or do you recommend that somebody in that situation kind of scale it back a little bit? Uh, just based on your experience, what what would you tell the pre-PTs possibly struggling with with that number of schools possibly in the future? Uh,
2: it depends on their situation. I know we've said it before, but by all means, if, if you're willing to go elsewhere and it, I know it's expensive. If you have, the money to apply to different programs and you can open up your options by all means apply to your schools even if you get an interview offered doesn't mean you have to accept it you know i think the most important thing is just assessing your situation what you're able to do and once you do that apply to as many schools as you can
0: gotcha you heard it here just based on so everything's really strategy um and so Jose, man, your your experience is very, like, is going to speak to a lot of different individuals who are who are at a point where uh, they've heard the voices from uh, close relatives, obviously friends, faculty members, uh, chairs, advisors. That you know, to really make it, to really get to the point where you're at, to really get to the point where Casey's at, where I'm at. Um, In the field of physical therapy, man, you got to just start from scratch, right? There's so many options out there, but you said it best earlier on, man, like all it takes is one. All it takes is one school to recognize your value as a pre-PT. And if you can prime yourself for that one school and if you can do everything in your power to prepare for that one school so that once the door is open, you walk in knowing that you're ready for absolutely everything, like Jose said, man, like it's a wrap. And so as we, as we come to the conclusion, man, like if you were now after everything, after going through that whole process, if you were to go back to the younger Jose, to the younger version of yourself and say, little Jose, this is, this is what I can tell you based on my experience. This can be before you started your pre-PT journey or at the very beginning of it, right? Like talk to that younger version of yourself, man. Uh, And and what would you tell him if he was here as a fourth individual on this podcast, what would you tell him? The reason why we ask you this is because somebody listening to this episode right now is that younger version of you. And they need to hear what you have to say, the words of wisdom that you have to impart. So at this moment, we we will give you the opportunity to speak to yourself.
2: I think the biggest take-home message with all of this is the fact that this is all an ongoing process. So you can if you're able to get in that mindset early on, become obsessed with the process, like we said before. Even us, we're we're well myself, I'm a third year student. And I'm a student in another course in the Smart Success PT because we're all trying to level up. We're all trying to do bigger things. So if you can get in that mentality before you even apply to PT schools, man, that's awesome. And that's why, honestly, when I was applying, I lived on student forums. I would go on there and see. These are my credentials. These are schools I got interviews for. This is where I got in. And it's it's really discouraging, you know. And if I knew about your program going into school, without a doubt, I would have purchased it. And if there's any single thing I would tell my, tell myself when I was applying maybe three years back, it would definitely be to not be discouraged. You know, it took a couple weeks, months to kind of take a step back and realize that the words that my advisor said at the time – didn't mean everything you know i I pretty much told myself i wasn't worthy i needed to go through school all over again take another year to take courses and you know i was able to take a step back and and go with it either way so just perseverance man you have to be willing to to go for it and go all in man and that's pretty much it
1: got it that's it so for for my last question you've went you know, you you brought up your GPA, you went through the pre-PT journey last year in DPT school now. Um, what did you do as far as studying goes, as far as your uh, study strategies go? How did you make it to where you're at now? Because GPA is huge, as as we all know. And what if somebody is struggling right now, doesn't matter the class, and their study strategies are, are kind of failing them? We all have to f- find our own place, you know, our own way to study. But what if their way is, is failing them right now? What did Jose use or what is he using now uh, in his even DPT career and journey uh, to study? And what can pre-PTs probably, you know, try out and tweak with uh, to help them boost their GPA?
2: <laughs> so I realized this quickly. I realized that you need good study strategies to do well in DPT school. You know, it's a different ball game. You know, undergrad and graduate school courses, they require a lot more time. And, you know, I, I didn't have as much time as I wanted in undergrad. I was working 30, 35 hours a week to help pay bills in my house. And once I got to graduate school, I had the liberty to actually stop working and have more free time. And it's a good and a bad thing because I wasn't used to having all this free time. And it took time to actually learn how to manage my free time appropriately, you know, be be able to set out time to study and just focus in on studying. You know, like I said before, it I needed a break every thirty minutes because my mind would go elsewhere. It was hard for me to just stick to it and keep studying. But um you know, you need to develop habits for studying. Something that works for you, everybody's different. I still think that I need a break probably every 30, 40 minutes studying. But if you can tone down that time, maybe from before when I was studying for the GRE, it seemed like I need 10, 15 minutes to do things that weren't important. I was going through social media and stuff, you know, and now I'm able to just take less time and then get right back to it. So, so yeah, that's about
0: it. Oh man, Jose, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure. There's a lot of pre-PTs that may want to speak to you directly, man, or or, uh, just reach out to you to ask more on your experience, just from what they've heard here. So is there a location where other pre-PTs can find you, Uh, whether it's uh, your uh, media pages, uh, email, like whatever it is that you want to give to them uh, for them to be able to reach out to you? Where would you like them to find you?
2: Uh, either Facebook or Instagram. My Instagram is Jose Martinez PT. And then Facebook, just my name. And uh, actually in a couple of weeks, I should be starting my own podcast as well. So in hey, about a month nice. or two, you can look into uh, gaining the upper hand. So you can hear from me there.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, you heard it here first. There you go. The upper hand. Y'all heard it here first, man. Thank you all so much once again for joining us on the prept grind podcast you guys know where to find us at preptgrind.com jose thank you so much once again for joining us on this episode man it's it has been a pleasure to hear from you to hear about your powerful story your experience leading up to physical therapy school man no problem thank you guys for having me anytime anytime for y'all listening we'll see you guys next week on the next episode of the prept grind podcast y'all have a good one Thank you
1: so much for listening to this episode of
0: the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought
1: to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com aka our Facebook messenger and thank you once again for joining us on this episode we look forward to seeing you next week on the prept grind